Happy Friday! Didn't you love Danielle from Indie Pop's episode on Wednesday? My student is crushing it. If you haven't done so already, go check out her website, IndiePopPhoto.com. I-N-D-Y-P-O-P-Photo.com. So today I have Alex Coyer on, and she's the one that made Danielle's website. She creates stunning brands and websites for wedding pros. She was a brand new mom when we recorded this episode, and since then, she has gone full time with her business. Congrats, Alex. I have a whole new mindset after this episode about blogging, so you have to tune in. But before I start this episode, wedding photographers, be sure to download my free guide to getting nonstop leads. I give you all the goods for free. But enjoy this episode. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Woo Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, it's Carissa Wu, as you know, and I have a very special guest. I'm here with Alex Collier, a brand and web designer for wedding professionals. She is a certified show it designer partner specializing in creating websites with beauty and brains. She also has a line of gorgeous show it templates for wedding pros in her template shop. And I've been stalking you all morning and your um, templates are super gorgeous. So welcome, Alex. Hi, thank you so much. Yeah, so just to start things off, did you just have a baby? I just had a baby, a little baby girl named Margaret. Um, wow. and she's so wonderful. It was my my first baby. So yeah, congratulations. Thank you. How is it being a mommy? Um, it's amazing. I really love it. I was, you know, nervous to step into this new role, but I think I was like mentally prepared for <laughs> how hard it was gonna be. So, Aww. you know, everyone's I would keep saying like it's as hard and as wonderful as as everyone says it is. Oh, nice. What's the hardest part for you? Well, we had a lot of issues at first with feeding because she had a tongue tie. So that was that was mm-hmm. definitely a struggle at first was getting her just to to eat and gain weight, which she didn't really think about beforehand. But oh. thankfully now now she's she's doing well. Did she get the little clip clip? She did get the little clip clip, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about it. Did you did you have to deal with the same thing? No, but my sister's kid and a lot of my friends' kids, but I know like the first couple months are super hard. So I'm so thankful that you're yeah. on this podcast with us. Yeah. Yeah. So a little backstory about how I found you. So one of my coaching students is Danielle from Indie Pop and her website is ridiculously gorgeous. Her style is very like poppy and different, um, but you made her a website and it's fantastic. Yeah. So I just had to talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much. Her website was definitely like the most fun project I've done as far as like the visuals. So I'm yeah. glad that we were able to connect through her. Yeah. So if you don't mind, like, do you mind me um, reading her review that she posted on Instagram about you? Oh, that would be so sweet. Yeah. Okay. So it's a little bit wordy. So just bear with me. So okay. 
She says, God, I am freaking out about my new website launch. You guys, like what? It's the most beautiful, colorful dream I could have asked for. I cannot literally believe how Alex Coyer design brought it to life. My hope is that you vibe with it, feel happier when you visit inspired and ready to get married. But also if you aren't getting married or you already are, I still hope it gives you happy, feel good vibes and you poking around all the fun things we implemented. And when I say we, I really mean Alex because she took my crazy vision and million requests and turn them into a website. And I'm so proud and feel grateful to have. So beautiful. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> She's I best. know. So what was the biggest challenge about creating her website? Uh, well, I would say usually I kind of do more like light and airy style websites. It's kind of what a lot of people gear towards. And hers was definitely, you know, she has so much fun personality and she loves working with couples who have that fun personality you want to do like out of the box adventurous things she does a lot of elopements and so you know she kept being like more color more color which is not typically what <laughs> I do but yeah um, that made it that made it a really fun challenge and I think it did turn out I mean so amazing and really like going to connect with her clients because I mean as soon as you land on her homepage, it's like huge rainbow gradient like it's definitely going to attract those fun out of the box clients for her which was the goal yeah it's actually Absolutely stunning. I actually hired a web designer to try to create my style like hers, like super like color blocking and different. And it just looked like Jimbery. And I just had to be like, mm. scratch that. It's not working. So if only I had you at the time, like you oh. could actually <laughs> make my vision come to life. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So you really executed. I know it's very challenging to do something like that. So you guys have to check yeah. out Depop. Um, yeah. So tell tell the listeners like how you got started, where you're located and just all about you and who you serve. Yeah. So I'm located in San Antonio, Texas. Um, I work with clients all over though. So I got started in design a few years ago. I actually was a middle school teacher was my previous career and that was not for me. <laughs> so I'm uh-huh. doing that for, you know, all the people always say to me, they're like, oh, I can never do that. It's like, yeah, that's neither could I. Um, <laughs> but so I did it for six years and then I was kind of, you know, I just needed a new a change, a new career and kind of just coming back, kept coming back to design. I enrolled in a online bootcamp for UX design and that was how I was able to make the career transition. And kind of parallel to while all of that was going on, I was also getting married. I was engaged and my husband and I got married in 2017. And so just in kind of like doing those things kind of in tandem and working with so many wedding professionals, I just really fell in love with the industry and all the people we worked with for our wedding were so wonderful. Um, And so that was what kind of got me into that niche. And that was how I discovered Show It and kind of just got started from there. Yes. Oh my God. That's so interesting. A lot of people like land their new passion careers after their wedding or during the wedding process. So yeah. it's very interesting because you're well, probably think, like a hopeless romantic, right? Totally. Yes. I, and I love that I get to just look at wedding pictures all day while I design what people's websites. <laughs> yeah. And it's so good to be niche because I feel like since you work towards prof- wedding professionals, like if they are a wedding professional, they're more likely to go through you because you're, you know, what what's going on in the wedding world. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Cool. Cool. So what would you say your woo factor um, is? How do you stand out from the rest? Cause I know there's a lot of you guys out there and tell us a little bit about show it. So show it is a drag and drop website platform, um, which makes it really easy to do some kind of cool out of the box things. Like we, like for example, how we did on Danielle's site, um, rather than having to like custom code everything, it's much more user friendly. 
So, and I love that my clients can kind of maintain their own websites after we launch very easily with show it. So like you said, in the intro, I always say like, I design websites with beauty and brains. And so, you know, every, I think everyone wants those very stunning visuals and wants like the brand that's going to pop, which of course I want to do for my clients, but also there's the like technical piece, the strategy piece. And I think that is equally as important. And so I try to really do a lot of educating on that kind of stuff as well from the user experience design, which is what I studied, like I mentioned at my boot camp, um, and then also like SEO as well. Oh, cool. What would you say the biggest mistake people are doing, like wedding pro specifically um, on their website or not doing? Uh, I would say one of the, I don't know if this is necessarily a mistake, but something I discuss really with all of my clients is the structure of their pages. And I think a lot of people default into just because it's, you know, what you've seen around is like having a services page, a portfolio page, an FAQ page, a testimonials page. And it's like all these different pages. And I encourage my clients to um, streamline that a little bit and make it more an experience page Mm. is how I would think about it. And so, for example, if you're a wedding photographer, like maybe you have a weddings page and that includes your FAQs, your testimonials, your pricing information, if you want to include that, your portfolio. Um, Because also a lot of people have just different aspects of their business. Like I worked with a wedding photographer recently who also does education for other photographers. So, you know, we want to make those different experiences for different people who are coming to her website. So she has a weddings page now for her wedding clients and an education page for photographers who are visiting her website. Yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. I'm, I have like the website and blog that I had like forever, but I'm transitioning to being a full-time coach. So it's kind of all over the place right now. So um, I kind of need to streamline that. So hopefully you you can help me. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's that's a great place to start is just having those different um, pages and just thinking of what is that experience going to look like when someone lands on your homepage, depending on, you know, what they're wanting to hire you for. Okay, cool. Okay, so this question is going to kind of go into our hot topic, but I'll just ask it anyways, because it's a title of my podcast. But how do you like you as a business owner get that heck yes from your dream clients? Oh, how do I get it? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think that, you know, there's not really a silver bullet in business when it comes to getting people to say heck yes. Like I think I would be doing people a disservice if I said, do your website. And then all of a sudden you're going to get all these heck yeses. Like that's Mm -hmm. not the case. I mean, your website, I think your website is an important ingredient in that. And I think that that is something that has been good for my business. I saw a lot of growth in my business after I relaunched my own website. Um, But also I think, you know, word of mouth has been huge for me. Um, Just like, I I think it comes down to like providing a great experience. And I think that that's what something I try to do is provide a great experience for my clients. Mm. And that's kind of how the word word spreads. Um, And I also always say like a luxury client experience starts with your website. I think we think of the client experience starting after someone has signed on with you and started their project or their, you know, wedding or whatever it may be. But I think it actually starts the moment they, they land on your website or type your name into Google or whatever it is. Um, Yeah. And so I want to provide that experience from, from that moment on. Yeah. It's kind of like a, like a present, like the website is the wrapping um, and you could only just like unfold the wrapping until like what is inside, like what, what, you are and what your services are. So right. Or like a wedding invitation, like think of oh, how beautiful yeah. wedding invitations are because you are setting the scene for that event. You aren't going to, you know, send someone like a clip art evite to your wedding probably because that wouldn't be the experience that you want them to have. 
Yeah, totally. So how did you learn client experience? Was it through experience or did you, was it from your boot camp, or did you read like a, a book or do you have a mentor or a podcast that you want to give a shout out to? Um, I listened to a ton of podcasts as I was um, building my business. I guess how I built this, the NPR podcast, I really liked that. Oh. That was my, what I listened to a lot back in, back in the day. Oh. Um, and so I think, but I think it is through experience. And I think, like I mentioned, I was starting my business kind of right after I had gotten married and worked with all my wedding professionals. I think that having been on the client side of things and having had, had a client experience was yeah. um, something that inspired me too, because I knew how good it felt when people provided a great client experience. Oh, I love that. And do you feel like you being like a teacher has helped you you know, be like an educator for your clients and, you know, speak to their needs and tell them like who you really are and communicate the whole process? Oh, definitely. I think, I think with web design and SEO, especially there's a lot of topics that people find very intimidating. And so I think that's something teaching helped me be able to do is break those down and make them accessible for people. And that's, that's something I always want to do. And the reason why I love show it is because you don't have to, you know, have a degree in computer science to you know, have a beautiful website and have a website that works for your business. Yeah, yeah. So show it. I know you talked about show it. So do they like hire you as a show it designer? Or do you get um, like, do they educate you on their, their services? Or how does it all work? And how did you become like a show it designer? So anyone can design on the show it platform. Um, they do have a design partner program. That's mm. like a application process where you have to have designed so many sites on show it. They like reach out to your past clients. Mm. And, mm-hmm. um, that's how you're able to like get templates into their marketplace and, and things like that. So oh. um, I, I just kind of learned, learned by doing really made my first created my own website. And then, you know, every, every website I've created since has taught me more about the platform and to the point where I'm, you know, I'll be on a screen sharing with my, I always like to screen share with my clients before we launch their site so they can see, you know, here's how you update pictures on your site. Here's how you do X, Y, Z. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, you can do it so fast. Yeah. Like, well, I'm, I do it every day. I try to slow down for, so people can see. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like when you are in it every day, it does become kind of second nature. Oh yeah. I've used to show it and it's so easy in it easy. And I think it's gotten easier over the years. And I went to the Evolve workshop in Palm Springs two years ago before pandemic. And there was a show it um, rep there. And they just did, they had like actual like a show it book where they um, showed all the the websites um, that were launched. And they're just so different and beautiful. And they're so custom. And I kind of was regretting like what I had used. Um, for my website, because I was like, oh, these are even more stunning. <laughs> yeah, and there's so many there's, I mean, going custom is always great. I think if you if it's in your budget, but there's also so many beautiful templates. That um, to get from. Yeah, so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of free ones. I would say that I would caution people against the free ones, because they tend to be just one page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which isn't really probably what you want as far as client experience and SEO. But there's a lot of templates out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then just to give the listeners um, a little like insight about your business, you could actually go on your website and on a link in the show notes and you actually sell these templates and they start from $150, which is a steal. And they're just absolutely gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. It's um, so I do payment plans with my templates. So oh, uh-huh. uh, it's four. Yeah. So four ninety seven dollars upfront, or you can do 150 for a few months to um, you know, make that a little bit easier. And, you know, I also like to 
run sales and stuff like that to make it more affordable people for people. But I think it's an investment that's that's well worth it. Oh, that's so that's a really good price with for what you're getting. Lots of value. Okay, let's see. One more question before we go into our hot topic. Let's see. What has been the biggest struggle of your business and how have you overcome it? Hmm. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. I think there's just with business kind of shiny object syndrome is hard mm-hmm. and like you mm-hmm. knowing knowing where to focus and what to focus on, like what's gonna really move the lever because there's I think with as entrepreneurs, we always have like a million ideas. And so mm-hmm. but we just, you know, I'm just one person. I can't execute on like every single idea I have. So having to narrow down like what the focus is going to be. Um, and I think having to say no to some things in order to say yes to other things is is important. I'm with you on that. Like I feel like sometimes I stop going to WPPI and some workshops because I just got like kind of too mind blown and you know, I couldn't implement everything. And I felt like if I just listened to one podcast and implemented like one thing, like that's better than having like that analysis paralysis and just being like overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's like the biggest thing about us because sky is really the limit. So we have to kind of narrow in and hone in like what we really want, but a coach can help. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's cool. what I mean. That's what a coach is for is to help you get that clarity. So I, I think working with a coach is fantastic. Yes. Okay. So I asked you what your hot topic is going to be. And I when I saw the, your questionnaire, I was really excited because you really catered it to my podcast and what it's all about. So it's about how to get a heck yes from your website. So tell us like, why you chose this hot topic and um, yeah, then you could take it away with tip number one. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's why I do what I do is so that my clients can work with the clients that they love to work with. Um, and so, yeah, that's really the point of your website is to help you get that heck. Yes. It's not just to, I always say your airport or sorry, your website is an airport, not a museum. Like people aren't coming to just stand around and look at how pretty it is. Oh. Even though it might be pretty, uh-huh. they're coming because they're, they're trying to go somewhere. They're trying to do something. And in your listener's case, like they're trying to hire someone for their wedding. Um, oh, I love that. So, so that's the goal. And so I think of it as in order to get to that heck yes, you're, there's kind of three steps. First, you have to get the right people to your website. Okay. Then you have to, then you have to connect with them and then you have to convert them to, you know, an inquiry. Okay. So let's so, dive in like the first one, get clients. I got in the last like two or three days, 18 inquiries. What the heck? Hey guys, you all know me. I'm Carissa Wu and I'm a coach for wedding photographers. I've also been a wedding photographer for over a decade, so I've been through it all. I was a shy, awkward girl and I've come so far. I'm now beyond passionate about helping wedding photographers not struggle how I did for so many years. It was six years into my business and I was so tired of being ghosted, nickel and dimed and hearing the dreaded words, we went a different direction. I also knew I needed to find a way to not rely on referrals or paying $350 a month for the knot to get my leads. I didn't want to have anxiety about when my next payday was going to come and I wanted to scale my business. Fast forward to now, I created my very own stack system to help wedding photographers get constant leads and master the dreaded sales call and get a heck yes in 24 hours or less and charge more than four, five, six K. 
No more waiting around, guys. This is our livelihood, our artistry, and our passion, and we deserve to be respected, valued, and paid for what we are worth. I've helped so many wedding photographers. Watch my 20-minute masterclass all about lead generation and closing the sale. The link is in the bio. You don't want to miss out on the wedding boom, and you don't want to miss out on booking your calendar for 2022. It's engagement season, guys, so you don't want to miss this. See you guys soon. So I'm actually going to go, I think I'm going to go backwards. Sure, because, sure, sure, sure. Ooh, this is um, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start with user experience, which is what is going to convert people from visiting your website to actually booking with you. And that's kind of what we already talked about as far as like, um, you know, having different experiences for different types of clients, like having the weddings page or the education page. Or like um, recently I worked with a wedding planner who also does corporate events. So we had like a separate experience for her wedding clients and a separate experience for her corporate clients um, because you're going to be talking differently to those different people and you want to just be guiding them to that yes along the way which is going to be your your contact form ultimately in, in most cases I would mm. say um, so you want to be thinking about okay how are where are the, what page are they going to get to my website on most likely it's probably your home page or it might be like a blog post that's doing really well and then how are you taking them from that point to your contact form. So are they going to go to your, your weddings page next on your weddings page? Is there somewhere for them to then say like, Oh, book your inquiry call. And that's going to take them to that contact form. That's a call to action. CTA you might hear people talk about that's important. Um, so just thinking about that user journey is really important. Mm, I love that. And th going back to your analogy with like the website is an airport, not a museum. I like that because when I think of the, where you want someone to go, it's almost like you want someone to go like that moment where you step on the plane. <laughs> so that would yeah. be like your your inquiry form. Um, that's exactly yes, where exactly. you want to go. <laughs> right. You don't want someone to show up at the airport and be looking around like, wait, how do I get? Yeah. Where do I go? <laughs> yeah. And you don't want it to be a museum because you don't want it to be all just pretty. You want it to, like right. you said, have brains. So I love that analogy. <laughs> user experience okay client journey client journey okay so that's number one um what would be number two so number two would be wanting to connect with those clients which is your your branding um and so using visuals that are going to connect with your ideal client and fonts and colors that are going to connect with their aesthetic so kind of like we talked about i think danielle's website is a really great example of that with indie pop because she you know uses these bright colors and so some marketing concept i'm sure a lot of people are familiar with is attract and repel so you know, you want to attract the clients who are the people you want to work with and, and not be afraid to repel the clients who are not your people, even if they're, I'm sure they're perfectly nice people, but maybe they're, you know, the style of their wedding isn't what you want to work with, for example. Yeah. Um, and I think that consistency is a big part of that. So with wedding photographers, I think it's a lot easier because your work all tends to look consistent anyway, because you edit in a consistent style. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for other wedding professionals, like floral designers or event planners that can be more challenging because mm -hmm. your portfolio might be a lot of different styles of photography yeah and I think that you just need to be good about curating that which is something I love to help my clients with to like take those parts that might not look consistent and, and turn it into something consistent mm -hmm. kind of you know curate those appropriately to kind of have that more consistent look and I also think that templates are great for that because you can find a template that matches your style and that makes it easier to just kind of plug in and and get it to match your how you like your your aesthetic to look. No, I totally agree. Like I think when I was first making 
my website at like many different times. Like it was hard to find those images that just look perfect together. Like even if as a photographer, we edit different, but it could be like a different lighting situation or a different color palette and different skin tones. And sometimes it just doesn't match. So you kind of have to think of um, making those images just look like perfectly like cohesive that's a word and same with like your instagram like those nine to twelve squares just have to be like perfect it just has to like blend blend together to make this like beautiful feed (laughs) yes yes so do you choose your photos or do you just have them like send your galleries and you kind of pick the ones that think you think go together or do they do it or just kind of a, a blend Uh, It kind of depends on the client. Some people are more specific about what images they want to include. Usually what happens is I'll just have clients send me their galleries, um, which there's nothing I love more than just getting my hands on a photographer's gallery because it's just so beautiful. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then, and then yeah, I'll kind of, you know, because I have the eye for like, oh, we need a a horizontal image that's going to work in this section, or we need an image that has some negative space for this part of the website, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think you were a photographer in your past life. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who did you hire for your wedding and did you love your photos? Yes. Oh my gosh, I love our photos so much. And actually, I just worked with our wedding photographer again for our maternity and newborn photos. Um, it's Pine and Blossom, Adrian Evans. And she okay. is, she's wonderful. And I Aww. love our pictures so much. Oh, send me your link. I love li- looking at other people's I will. <laughs> I could geek out just like you, but as a photographer, other photographer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to recap. So the number one way to get heck yes on your website is the user experience. So what is the client journey? You're trying to get them to get, get to that inquiry box and, you know, press submit. And that is the getting on that plane analogy and then number two is your branding and visuals so you want everything to look cohesive and beautiful um and just yeah maybe more difficult for like florists or djs but for photographers we should have like our solid style um anything else you want to add to that before we go into tip number three no let's go go ahead and go into tip number three okay cool go for it Uh, Yeah. So tip number three is SEO search engine optimization, which is getting the right people to your site. Okay. And I will kind of say like a word of caution before we go into this one, because I think that people get their, their, the idea of SEO into their head and then like obsess about it and think Mm -hmm. that they have to like, like every single page has to be optimized for SEO. And like, if you're not on page one, it's the end of the world. And um, like, people get like really in the weeds on it. And I think that, I think that with SEO, it's good to take, take a step back and look at the big picture of what you're trying to do. And you're just trying to get people to the right people to your site. Um, and so you just want to be strategic about your content and think about what, what you're kind of getting your ideal client's brain a little bit and think about what they need. And that's the content you're going to be providing them. And that's where blogging mm. is a huge a huge thing that can help. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another thing that really intimidates people and people get really, um, you know, in their head about it. But what I would recommend is just think about one blog post to start that okay. you could write for the purpose of SEO, for the purpose of getting people to your site. So an example, I actually did this on my own site. Um, I was thinking, you know, my clients are people who you show it or are interested in using show it wedding professionals. And so what might they be searching? And I did a little research and a couple of resources I love for that are Uber Suggest and Answer the Public. 
are both free resources to do some keyword research. Okay. Um, and so I noticed that a lot of people were looking for, were searching for show it pricing, which makes sense. If you were wanting to switch to show it, you would want to know how much it costs. Oh. Um, and I noticed like on the first results page of Google, it was mostly links from show it itself. So there weren't really people who had written third party perspectives on that. So I wrote a long, thorough post about the different pricing options show it has, what's included in each option, how to know which tier is best for you and your website. Um, and that's a post that I wrote maybe a, a year and a half ago. I think it was before COVID even. That's uh-huh. still bringing traffic to my website to this day because people are searching that. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I think you just have to think a little bit outside the box to think what kind of information you know that your clients are searching for. Um, I actually have a freebie on my website um, called the 500 blog post freebie. I can send you the link to that to put in the show notes. And I mean, if you go to the resources page on my website, it's there. Okay. But that is kind of like a good jumping off point to just, you know, I have it split up by if you're a floral designer, here's like a bunch of topics for you. Here's a bunch of topics if you're a DJ or whatever your your niche might be. Um, And not that that, not that those posts would necessarily be what you want to write about, but just uh-huh. to get kind of get your brain in that mode of thinking about the information your clients might be searching for. And then to take those ideas to Uber suggest to answer the public and see, are my ideal clients searching for that? Um, and you just want to provide them with helpful content. So wow. I think so, and Google Analytics and Google Search Console are also great, great tools I would recommend. So Uber suggest and what was the other one called? It's answer the public. Okay, so say you do just type in like your blog link and then see what comes up or do you type in different keywords? So keywords. So Uber suggests will tell you kind of like search volume and competitiveness. So for example, if you were to search like wedding floral design, that's probably going to be a really competitive keyword that you're probably never going to rank for. So you shouldn't try <laughs> like yeah uh-huh. that's gonna be that's oh. gonna be a losing battle oh. um, but if you but if you write a blog post about like 10 rental companies in whatever city you're located mm-hmm. in that you love working with mm-hmm. that is something that your clients might find really helpful and that probably probably isn't going to be very competitive yeah um, so you kind of want you kind of want to find that sweet spot of something people are looking for uh-huh. but that isn't so competitive that you have no chance of ranking for it yeah, I was going to just ask you the same thing because um, for my framework and my coaching program, I focus on the lead magnet and I suggest um, similar lead magnets as you're suggesting for blog posts, like your top favorite places to shoot in Palos Verdes, like location-based or your um, favorite wedding venues in Los Angeles that are hipster, you know, just very like specific. So your ideal client will um, come into your funnel. So that's very interesting. But I never heard of those websites. So thank you for that. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, So your last tip was SEO. Can I just ask you a couple questions about your feelings on prices on websites? Yes, that is a great a great question. <laughs> so typically, typically what I say is I think that wedding professionals should include, I don't think you should include your full pricing okay. on your website ever. Okay. Um, but I typically recommend saying like a starting price or an average investment. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that that can kind of depend on, like, I think maybe for photographers that might be easier because they tend to be more package based. Whereas if you're like an invitation designer, for example, 
that cost is going to be very variable depending on how many guests they have, mm-hmm. what kind of paper they're using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that might that might range by like thousands of dollars. Um, and so I think it can, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to not include pricing if that's, if that is something that works for your business. And uh-huh. um, especially if, yeah, if that's the case for you, that your pricing is so really variable and dependent on like maybe their guest count or something. But yeah, I do yeah. think it's, I do think a lot of people are going to, if if they don't see any price point, are going to get scared off by that. Yeah, and say, yeah, yeah. Well, if it's, if it's not listed, I can't afford it. I've heard yeah, that from yeah. a lot of okay, a lot of engaged couples. Um, so I so that's why I think that including like a starting point or an average investment is a good compromise on that because you're giving people kind of a ballpark to sense like, is this in my budget? Because let's be yeah. real, people planning planning weddings have budgets they're working with. Yeah. Um, but you're not giving away, you know, you're not like, here's all the different tiers and all the different packages. Like, I think that conversation can wait until after they've already submitted an inquiry form and had a conversation with you. Great advice from the pro. Okay. So another website question about your company, do you guys help with copy and bio or is that kind of up to the client or do you outsource it to someone else? Um, so I, I love to recommend copywriters to my clients. Um, I think it's always great to hire a copywriter if you can, and and definitely to do that before we start the web design project. Um, So like factor that into your timeline if you're wanting to redesign your website because you'll probably want at least a month or so of working with your copywriter first. Um, So that's kind of how I do things right now is I'll like refer people to copywriters or I, you know, kind of help people say like, here's what we, we need a blurb on this for this section or um, if someone has on their existing website, if their copy is pretty good, we often use that as a starting point too. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love that because copy is so important. Um, and the copy on your website is so good, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. Cool. Okay, thank you for all these tips. These are so helpful. Um, I'm going to start with some or go into rapid fire questions, just okay. some questions more about you. But first one is, what is your favorite pandemic pastime I know you were kind of pregnant right <laughs> yes yeah I've been I was pregnant for like exactly half of quarantine oh so you got um, pregnant during pandemic <laughs> yes I actually found out I was pregnant on Christmas day which was really cool and oh, special wow. oh wow um, so, that, that, so I spent a lot of it like feeling sick <laughs> but, oh. um, I would say I love to do crafts and so okay. I did start like I actually when I found out I was pregnant I had like a blanket I started knitting years uh-huh. ago that oh. I just kind of I kind of like had set it down and forgot about it oh. and then I picked I picked that back up and finished that so that was that was a fun project oh that's awesome okay so you're a crafter let's see what do you love most about your hubby Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So my husband, we, <laughs> in our household, we call it, his name is Dave. We call it pulling a Dave and pulling a Dave is when you take something and just like really run with it and get oh. really into it. Oh. And so he like, I just I love that about him that he will take something he's interested in and he will just get like so into it. Um, and he just, you know, like Tell it's so fun example. to watch. Okay. Um, he got into Arsenal soccer recently oh, or not even recently, like a few uh-huh. years ago. And now he's like, I don't even know how he got interested in that. <laughs> like how <laughs> random is that? That's um, so cool. 
but now yeah he like watches all the games and like we have little like arsenal books for the baby <laughs> and it's just like what so is, cute to watch what does arsenal mean oh it's a soccer team oh, okay <laughs> in in england like oh. we don't live, like we don't live there like oh. <laughs> oh my god i love how you get so giddy when you talk about dave like you just turn into like a six-year-old girl <laughs> like falling in love with the first day that's so cute. Okay, so what if you had a magic wand because I'm a coach? So where would you see your business ideally in three months? In three months, I would say um, something I just really want to keep working on is my just. I mean, I know we already talked about client experience, but I think that's something even more so as I'm coming back from maternity leave. It feels like a great opportunity to kind of even make that even stronger and see how I can just make things even better for my clients as far as, you know, what, what it looks like from their end of things. Oh, interesting. So you are all about the client. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. If you just focus on your client, like I think you'll do so much better than if you just focus on like how you look on Instagram or, you know what I mean? Like just focus on the client, making them happy and they'll, they'll refer you like crazy. Yeah. I love it. Okay. What is your favorite place you traveled to and why? I would have to say um, we went to Mexico for our honeymoon. And I mean, we did like the all-inclusive resort thing. So it wasn't like a touristy experience. But I think that's kind of my vacation vibe is I like to just really chill and like just sit and read a book. And that's what I like to do. So that was a great experience was was doing the, the all-inclusive resort thing. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, I love like getting those free like drink tickets and just going all out. <laughs> yes. Cool. Okay. Ask me a question and then we'll go into like your freebie and where to find you. You could ask me anything. Uh, oh, ask you a Yeah, question. you're the interviewer now. Oh, okay. I like to your podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, I am curious to hear about how you got interested in being a coach. Oh, good question. I've been a wedding photographer for 12 years and I was pregnant with my second daughter. Girls are the best. Um, like eight months pregnant when everything shut down. So I, was, oh, wow. I, I always say I was on this like treadmill and it finally stopped. So I had some time to like think. Um, and yeah, I want to be there on, you know, for the little moments with my, my daughter's lives are only babies for so long. They grow up so fast, you know, from like where you are to like two, it's a huge, huge jump. Like from two to three, they learn like from zero to full on talking. So it's crazy how fast it is. just, you know, trying to tell you like kind of taking every moment. So I do want my weekends back and yeah, I just fell in love with coaching and it's my passion. And I think, you know, it's your passion when you keep failing, but you keep going for it. You know what I mean? Like you do everything you can and it's just like, okay, get up again. And what do I do today to make this shit happen? Um, So that's how I feel every day. And it hasn't been easy. That's for sure. Um, But, you know, I'm pushing for it for my students results and I'm getting them results. So yeah, I feel like I'm going to be doing the whole coaching thing for forever. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And you're, I mean, by doing that, you're also helping other people to to have that flexibility and freedom as well with owning their own businesses. Yeah. And I like, 
you know, people, even one of my, you know, Danielle is really good. Like I always say, like, she's a better photographer than me and her, she gives like these crazy client experience, but, um, I see a lot of holes in her business just because I've been doing it for 12 years. So I can see things that she doesn't see. And that's why like, we're like such a great fit and, um, Mm -hmm. not all my students are as, you know, um, kind of experienced as her, but, um, with her, like just a lot of mindset issues. Like I've been there, girl. Like I know exactly how you feel. So this is how I overcame it. Um, so just giving back to like the photography community is it feels good, and I, I deserve it because I've been doing it for so long. I'm a freaking veteran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I've been through it all. So yeah, it's just so powerful. Um, thank you for asking that. And tell like the listeners your lasting advice for wedding pros just it doesn't have to be about the website or heck yes but just anything like words from your heart and then about your freebie yeah I mean I think that the the common thread with all of my clients is how much they love their clients and I think it's it's such Mm. a meaningful thing to be a part of is someone's someone's wedding I mean that's huge like you're working with people for such a long period of time throughout their engagement and then you're there with them or, you know, just prior to like the most important day in their lives. So um, I, that's something I never want to forget is how important that is for my the people I'm working with. And I think that that's just, you know, so great. And I think at the end of the day, you know, there's all like we talked about shiny object syndrome. There's a million different things we could be doing as business owners. But when you're providing that great client experience, I think that's really all that ultimately matters. Yeah. And I think I chose you to be on this podcast because I know that you really care about the industry. And I've o- I will only ask people to be a part of this podcast if I feel like that. Um, you really try to serve like the whole community um, in general. So I could see that from your Insta and how you like present yourself and your website. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And tell us about your freebie because it's very generous. So I have a um, little discount code for your listeners um, to, to get 20% off a website template. And that is with the code WOO20. Yeah, right? WOO20. Woo. Okay, I'm like, am I remembering that right? <laughs> I know you have like the perfect name for the discount code. <laughs> I do, I um, really do. <laughs> and then also, I think I mentioned on my on my resources page on my website, I have that 500 blog post freebie. And there's also some other freebies there as well that can help as you're thinking through your website and your brand. So definitely check that out. Yeah, I just I just wanted to say like I was gonna say before, but for the longest time, like ten years, my blog was like my baby. <laughs> like I feel like I have three babies because my blog was my first baby. <laughs> so I'm like I was actually pretty introverted. Like I come out of my shell a lot during the years, but I was just like all about the blog, and I was just like, oh, go to my blog, go to my blog, go to my blog. Like that's all. Like if you if you like my blog, like book me. If you don't like, don't book me. But um. I was obsessed with a blog, but I stopped blogging after two kids. Oh, <laughs> well, that's understandable. I think it really was like a much bigger thing. Yeah. When we got started. And even, I mean, I remember when I was engaged, so like 2016, 2017, I was super into all my wedding vendors' blogs. And like I would read, so I was, you know, back in the archives, like obsessing over. Yeah, all me too. So I don't know. I don't know if people are still doing that necessarily. I but think they will if they're interested in you already. Then they'll kind of dive into your so blog. Too. And people, when they don't, I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah. right, <laughs> right. It's all there for you to see, and it really gives you like a glimpse of what you're gonna get. Um, and it's perfectly curated. I I freaking love the blog. Um, I got to get back into it. Um, tell everyone where to find you on like you know Instagram. 
Yeah, well, my website is alexcolliardesign.com. And then on Instagram, I'm at alexcolliardesign. So I haven't posted in a while since I've been on maternity leave, but I will be back and posting regularly soon. Yeah, and your baby is gorgeous like you. So congrats. Aw, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.